almost laugh. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> oh, we're back. Look at this. We're back already. You're like, whoa. Do you guys usually release an episode then take off a quarter? Sure. That has been new. But we also like to release back to back sometimes. Um, I say that. Um, so now that, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> but anyway, welcome back to the show. Patrick Chappelle back in your car or your ear pods or your, you know, your uh, what's the speaker? Your uh, Amazon What's the Amazon speaker? Your oh, your Echo. Maybe I'm on your Echo. Maybe I'm on your uh, uh, your I don't know. I'm I'm Google Home. Google Home. Google Home. Which you know, which we should have been concerned about the all the Echo dots and the Google Homes. Like I think there was a time where they were literally giving people Google Homes. We should have been concerned. Yeah, I've I've gotten two for free. Yeah, it's just like I love them. You just exist and they're like, here's a Google Home. Why? It's Tuesday. You should have one. You're like, but but why, Google? <laughs> yeah, I think mine was literally like they sent me an email and they were like, hey, thanks for being our friend. Yeah, here here's a... They were like, you've used Google Drive before, right? Right. Yeah, you've used this. You should have one of these. This makes sense for you. You're like, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I got my mom a Google Home and she just yells at it the whole time. That's all she does. Just yeah, see, that's why I think this is exactly what we needed. Because <laughs> I think we were already like kind of talking to ourselves and yelling at people that's through right. the windows. That's right. And now we can channel that to the Google to Home a circle. Yeah, to a yeah. circle, to a circle. You know, that sits in my in my living room. That's always listening to me. Which I always think is when people are like, "Oh, it's gonna always be listening to you." Your phone does that too, you crazy person. Like, what are you talking about? Like, if you want to go that's off, that's also it, that's the that's the whole th- point. Yes, exactly. It's it's listening so that when you ask it something, it'll respond. <laughs> yeah, and you want it to. I'm fine if something. Here's the deal with the phone, with the social media apps, with the Google Home, the Amazon, whatever, D Dot, a Doobop, whatever it is. They're all if it's if it's making miss making your life better. If they get your ads are now things that you want, and it's like think about this: you talk to people all the time who never listen to you, who never get you what you want or suggest the things you need. At least Instagram is like, hey, hey, here's a product you would like, and you're like Instagram. You're exactly right. I do, I do want that chair. Thank you very much for suggesting that. I needed a chair. Or I needed a, a, a face a face mask. You know, that's what I've been looking for, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I need a new mattress. I don't know. Anyway, we've gotten, <laughs> we've gotten off track. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, um, you know, the summer has been great. I did not, I did not talk in the previous episode about my time at Bonnaroo. So here's a, here's a quick. Yeah. Here's a quick. Bonnaroo recap. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) That was quick. That was quick. Bonnaroo was great. It was great. Uh, No, seriously, it was, 
So here's the thing. Here's what I would say about Bob. You know, there's been different blogs and articles about like the attendance was low and yada, yada, yada. And they closed off one of the gates and they did. Here's what I would say. Yes, it was a lower attendant Bonnaroo, but those Bonnaroos are amazing. Like it was probably 40,000 some odd people there. And it was perfect because I've been to Bonnaroo where it's like 100,000 plus people. And it's just a lot. And it's just massive. It's pandemonium. You can't get anywhere. It was so easy to like go and get a good viewing spot for an artist you wanted to see, to chill in the field. It was awesome. The food lines were never that chaotic. It was amazing. So if you've never been, this was a great first Bonnery experience. Now, it was really hot, of course, <clears throat> as it always is, because it's late spring, early summer in Tennessee, but it was actually a very enjoyable time. After we got past like Friday morning, where we had the little wind and little rain that kind of came through, it was awesome. But Stevie Nicks, fantastic. Uh, Tool did a great job. J. Cole was really good. The chicks. The chicks were probably the surprise for me. Yeah, that when you told me that, that surprised me. Yeah, I was like thinking like, okay, this will be fine. It'll be okay, you know. But I just, you know, it's one of those one of those bands where you just forget like how ingrained some of that music is within you, especially if you're from the South. You're like, oh, I know the chicks. Dixie Chicks is what they used to be called, and you're like, that was uh. I know the, some of those songs, but you're like, wow, I knew more of those, of those songs than I remember, and they were very entertaining, and like, they're, they're kind of, in my mind, <clears throat> kind of the early, not early, but especially in the 90s, kind of the renegade country artists. We have lots of these kind of country artists now who kind of fit this, like, their country, but they're kind of like the renegades, you know. Casey kind of fits in that. Uh, Sturgill yeah. Simpson fits in that. You know, there's so many others that fits in, that fit in that uh, category of like, yeah, they're country, but it's like they're people who are who listen to rock and pop and other other genres who really get into their stuff too. And the chicks have kind of been that because their politics don't match the atypical country fan. They're very vocal about justice things and things of that nature. So it really does kind of makes a, an interesting kind of audience because there's so many people who are into them, but they were a surprise and still woozy was there. Always a treat war on drugs, always a treat, you know? So there were plenty of folks who uh, just really put on great, sh uh, great shows. It was a great time. 10 out of 10 recommend, but I love Bonnaroo. So I love it. Okay. So today, speaking of music today, we have an artist by the name of Zeke power. From Australia. I'm not going to do an Australian accent because that would just be offensive <laughs> to Australians and, 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 and even to myself. It would just be offensive to me. But Zeke is from Australia. He was previously on the voice of the Australian version of that and went pretty far. I think he got to like the top three. We talked a little bit about that. But he is a solo artist, has his own music, really is just an amazing guy. I think you're going to really enjoy it. We have a lot of laughs and it's an amazing 
an amazing conversation. So I know that, you know, there will probably get like a big burst of Australians listening because uh, he'll likely, uh, you've likely seen it on his page or something. So welcome, Australian folks. I'm Patrick, you know, just this black fella from Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. So Zeke is going to be in, he's newly married and he's a father. It's just, I mean, we have a delightful time. So before we get to Zeke, let's check in with Ben. Hey. What's up? What you got? I got three more albums for you. Three more albums. Uh, three more <laughs> albums. So catchy, right? Yeah. Uh, first album, You Can't Kill Me Ooh. by 070 Shake. I, I say it 070. Okay. Um, but I just want to clarify it is a zero. Oh, as you're so looking it up. Right. Yeah, so it's 070 Shake. The album is called You Can't Kill Me. I think um I think this artist is really carving a very specific and unique lane um in the feminine artist world. Oh um, yeah, that's cool. Imagine imagine uh a Justin Bieber crossed with Post Malone in the best ways. Right. Like the catchiest moments of Post Malone and the catchiest moments of Justin Bieber mash those together. You get 070 shake. Unbelievable. Okay. So good. That's a great endorsement. I love that. Yeah. Uh, second album, simple shapes by slender bodies. Ooh. Slender bodies is a really cool group. Um, great band of vibe um and uh yeah it'll it'll have you dancing but it'll also have you chilling i like that good album yeah third one uh this is technically an ep but it's the first ep of a few eps that will become an album ah so i'm gonna go ahead and give a shout out now chapter one okay is the album name the artist is called Try, T-R-Y. Okay, um, I like this. It's two guys, a guy named Sam I and a guy named Schmuck the Loyal. That's a name. Um, yeah. That's a name. That's a terrible Scantron name, though. Scantron's, <laughs> Scantron's had to be tough. Yeah, so just look up Chapter 1 by Try, and you'll find it. Um, Sam and Schmuck are friends of, of mine and... and uh, mickey's and uh this this upcoming album is in my opinion it's gonna change edm like they're they're setting the bar extremely high that's awesome they're both very very talented producers and these first four songs that they've put out are game changing Mm. and it is awesome they've got a track with uh earth gang that is just so cool oh yeah um, and I don't want to spoil the artists on the future EPs, but oh yeah, it's gonna blow your mind. That's awesome. It's gonna blow your mind. So wait, so yeah. I guess a, a follow up question: Who in your mind is like king or queen of EDM right now? Who would who would get? Because I feel like I don't know if it's like a within the world because I'm not that deep in the world. I, I like I I kind of visit. 
I'm a visitor to EDM and I like it, but I'm curious, like who, for, for folks who like, who would most people say, this is the person who is king or queen of the EDM scene right now? Or is that even, is that, or is it too hard to, to, to crown someone with that title? Um, I mean, it, it is hard to crown somebody with that title um, because of, uh, I, I think EDM is as specific as um, pop. Like, I, I think right. that there is potentially even more subgenres within EDM oh, than yeah. pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if we're just talking on a mass scale, I would say some kings and queens of EDM generally uh zed is pretty consistently on top yeah um i would say diplo is another one yeah. that is pretty consistently on top calvin harris um can calvin please say, just release the album yeah i would probably feel most comfortable saying calvin just because he has an album coming out yeah um but i do think it fluctuates um i mean Flight facilities is always just kind of tucked under there, and um, but yeah, I mean now that Daft Punk's retired, yeah, that's what I'm I, saying. Yeah, I think that is, yeah, it's I up think for it's, grabs. Yeah. It just depends on whoever releases an album. Yeah, yeah, because Daft Punk had it for for so long, and it's like, well, like they're gone in a sense. I mean, I'm sure that individually they may be sliding into a studio helping with you know different tracks and. Or ghosts, or ghost writing, or ghost helping, right? You know, like parcels. Yeah, they produced that album. Yeah, which, my goodness, folks, this is a shout out to Parcels. If you don't yeah, listen, a bonus album. If you don't listen to Parcels, like join, join in, jump on the wagon, like get. Do you like Daft Punk? The answer is yes. If the answer is yes. Do you also like the flute? Yeah. <laughs> if you, if, that's Parcels. If, if that's Parcels. Then you would like this band. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very good. Well, thanks, Ben. That was really good. Those are some good suggestions. And yeah, we'll be dropping those uh, in the playlist. Um, all of these things that you can listen to as you're on your walks or as you're cooking in your kitchen or doing your laundry. You can just be listening to a wonderful playlist by the two of us. That'd be good. Okay, folks. Here is Zeke power enjoy and we will see you next time peace zeke what's up man zeke power that's me that's my name that's your name that's my name yep Wait now, is that like your like? Is that a is that is that just your plain name? Is that like yeah. you were born Zeke, and they say your name is Zeke, mm. our family name is Power, yeah, and that's your name. That's my name. Yep. Uh, okay. On a technicality, <laughs> that's my nickname. My nickname is Zeke. My full name is Ezekiel, but only my grandma and my mom use that when I'm in trouble. So. Oh wow. Yeah, it's um, it's Zeke for everyone else. So now was it, so did you go into school, mm -hmm. like first, first day of school, they say your name and, yep. and then you're like, 
actually, no, I go by Zeke. Yeah. When did it when did it start becoming like a this is my I go by Zeke now? It, it I grew up being called Zeke because uh not a lot of people especially in a school context, first day of school, no one could pronounce Ezekiel because no one read the Bible, apparently. I grew up in state school and so um yeah, everyone was it was it was more of a journey just learning how to mispronounce my name more than I didn't know how to pronounce my name proper until I was about 15 because wow. I'd only ever heard it mispronounced. That's amazing. That's also a lie, but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, I, um, I've, I've just been, I've literally been Zeke my entire life. Um, wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So you're, if you're listening, you're like, this, this fella mm. is not from the South or the North nah. or the West. <laughs> I guess kind of the oh, West. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind yeah. of the West. Yeah. 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 Uh, it but, depends on where they're listening from. Too. <laughs> that's true. There are going to be people who are listening to this yeah. who live in uh, your home country. Yeah. And Absolutely. If, yeah, fully. I, I could be just down the road. Could be down the road. I could be looking in your window right now. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. For me, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> your neighbor's like, heard you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Today. <laughs> I'm like, I know, did you like it? I watched. I was watching your reactions. <laughs> It's very, very authentic. I appreciated it. Thank you. So now you're okay. So before we get to like exactly where you're from, yeah. you are a musician. Yes, sir. Yeah. And that, so even this is a little fun little like riff we just did. Have you, okay, as a musician, this is like, I'm, I'm jumping way ahead. Okay. But this is fine. Yeah. Have you ever done the moment where I'm sure you've been in this situation where someone says to you, oh, you're a musician. I want to hear some of your music. Mm. And then they want to listen to your music. While in, you're in, in front, front of, of you? you, yeah. What is that like for you? I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. And I, I tell them, I tell them, like, don't, don't listen don't to my listen. stuff. Please, Please don't, don't listen to my stuff right now. Wait yeah. till you're by yourself. Yeah, in a room, closed door. That's not with me. In headphones, it. noise canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the last thing on your to do list for the day. I want you to do that. Do you have a situation? You have a story of like the most uncomfortable, cringy moment. For you in oh, that for that scenario, I think it would. Yeah, there's been a there's been a few. Like I've had I've been in Ubers where like I'll be talking to a person and then they'll you know what do you do and I'll just be like oh, yeah, I do this, and then while they're driving with one <laughs> <laughs> with with one hand they're on Spotify just scrolling. I mean, thanks for the stream, yeah, but yeah. like <laughs> I appreciate. The support, but I would more appreciate not dying right now. So thank you so much. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So there's been, you know, there's been instances like that. Um, or in a group, like a group situation where right. one person asks and then they want to put it on like loudspeaker. And I just, I don't like listening to my own stuff on the best of days in front of anyone. Sure. But especially if it's on like a phone speaker. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh. It doesn't sound doesn't, good on the sprint. It phone doesn't do speaker. anything justice. No. You know? So uh, I'm just kind of, yeah, I'd much rather it. I would prefer not to be in the room. Yeah, that's true. For for that experience. Because I'm sure that, but but I'm sure that kind of doesn't get, I mean, does that happen even with family? Or I mean, like, are you at like a family cookout and and everyone wants to like support yeah, the craft? Yeah. Um, it's a little different at my family stuff, though, I, I guess, because um, my, all of my family is very musical. So when and and 
there's definitely that that sense of like we're very proud of what you've done sure. and like accomplished. So when I go back to my hometown, I go, I come from a very small town in Australia, and um, population is probably maybe like forty thousand. Wow! On a Saturday, <laughs> like when there's more people coming in, kind of thing. Yeah, it's very small. There's no traffic lights. We're surrounded by beaches and. Um, Old people, caravan parks everywhere. So if you want to retire, come come, come to this to town. Your town. Yeah, hang out and um and go fishing and stuff. Uh, and a, a lot of that town is actually family as well. So when I go back home, there's n- there's nothing of that kind of nature. Everyone knows me, and I know everyone, and so and I know that there's just you know we're all singing together anyway and stuff. So yeah. So what, yeah. what's the town? What's it called? It's called Bowen. Bowen. Yeah. So okay. uh, it's it's in a place called the Whit Sundays, which is kind of. It's close to the Great Barrier Reef. You heard yeah, of the Great Barrier I've heard, Reef? I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. We're, we're on that east coast of Australia, but the northern kind of side of it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what was that like growing up in, like you said, this, in some ways, retirement, mm-hmm. like destination yeah. location, but also seems like a a, a, a tourist or yeah. visitor destination right. too, but this is like your hometown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's, um, it was good. Uh, I kind of... There's not a lot to do. Like I said, there's, there's beaches. So you either, yeah, you go fishing, you um, play, ba- like I, I played basketball. A lot of the, right. a lot of my family, they have way bigger muscles than me and they're, <laughs> they're built more for football. So they play football. Now, I would go watch football. Yeah. yeah I would break right. a mental sweat. um, trying to strategize how I would, what I would do if I was on the field, but I never would go out there physically. Um, and then, yeah, other than that, it was, that was kind of the other, if the other good thing to do in that town was kind of to go to another town and like we would go shopping on the weekends at surrounding towns and stuff. But, um, yeah, other than that, there really wasn't, it was a very slow pace, especially compared to like Nashville. Um, very, a, a lot slower, a lot more spacious, more time to breathe and think and, uh, be bored. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but um, it it's still home and I love it. Yeah. 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 So like, since, since you now, I mean, I'm imagining you don't live in that town anymore. That's right. Yep. And now you probably live like where are you? I, I live in Brisbane. Brisbane now. Yes, okay. Yes. Sir. Which is way more like city bustling activity. That's right. Culture. Yeah. Things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Do you um, do you sometimes lament the the boredom and the 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 slower paceness? Of your hometown, or do you enjoy cities like Brisbane, Nashville, LA? Yeah, you know Sydney, whatever, wherever it is. Yeah, in the world, I I moved initially from Bowen to Brisbane because I really wanted to pursue my like music career. Yeah, and so I don't miss I don't miss the slow pace. I I really embrace the like the the movement of living in a city and and um. We, where my wife and myself, we are living in Brisbane is kind of smack bang in the middle of Brisbane city as well. So right. it is amongst everything. Everything's very accessible. And um, yeah, I, I I feel more inspired musically when I'm around other inspired people right. who are kind of on that grind. I, I don't necessarily agree with hustling all the time and never finding time sure, to right. stop and, and breathe. But I do I do love being around people who are like like-minded and uh i guess mutually driven hmm. f- 
for whatever it is that they're trying to achieve and stuff. Yeah. So now, what was it always music for you? Like you say, you have a musical family. Yeah. But no, I mean, a lot of people probably are in that same boat. Yeah. Who are listening? Uh-huh. Was there um what what for you was the moment where it's like okay like I think I might have what it takes to like legitimately pursue this. Yeah. You know or or. I mean, and, and maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was someone or some ones that pushed you to to kind of take that leap. Yeah. Or did you just kind of have it within you? It was like, no, like, this is the the next thing. I think um, I I don't think I ever had that feeling of knowing with, within me that it was going to always be this. Sure. I I went through all of my like high school days. My love language was procrastination. Like I was just very, I was very good at it. I worked really, ironically, I worked very hard at not working hard. <laughs> um, I was what you would call a connoisseur of yeah. um, procrastination. So when I got out of school, I took a gap year because I was working so hard in school that I felt like I needed a mental break. And uh, <laughs> so, what was that job? What was the job you took right out of school? Um, it was called Bible College. And um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but don't you pay them? Is that or apparently? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mom. Um, (laughs) yeah, I got really far in that. That was great. So, no, so I did work, I worked at a fast food shop, uh, fast food joint called um, Red Rooster. Oh, I've been to Red Rooster. You've been to Red Rooster? Oh, yeah. I've... My man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, roast chicken, chicken nuggets. Yeah. That was my, yeah, man. That Did was... you get a free meal at, re- at every shift or no? Yeah, so I or would was work... it like a free meal? It was, yeah, yeah. Exactly what you just did. Like, there's no cameras. Free meal. That's what you did, yeah. And I'm not going to say it because this is like, yeah, this is recorded and this is evidence. But I'm just going to say I was... And we know some rappers that have been in trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just say God opened doors for me. To, you know, there was bless. <laughs> you making God an accomplice now? Is that what's, is that, is that right, what's right. happening? <laughs> yeah, nah, it was good. Zeke Power arrested <laughs> for chicken nugget <laughs> scheme. Yeah, man. I have never had so many chicken nuggets for breakfast. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, that's than, a that's a power days. breakfast for sure. It, it was good. It yeah. was a good time. That is uh, good. And yeah, so anyway, all that to say, um, I forget what I was saying. I did. I worked part-time during my gap year. Uh, and that was when I was still working in Bowen. And so I was, I think I got to, I think I was about, I turned like 19 or 20. And uh, since bef- um, it was around that age that I decided to actually move to Brisbane. And um, I... I'd like to think that the the decision to move for music was like purely because of my drive to want to accomplish stuff within the music industry. But I, looking back on it, I do think that it was also just one of those moments where I I just had nothing else to, I didn't really know what I was doing. So I just wanted to full send in one direction and see what happens. But that still takes courage in me in some ways. Right. Because- the easier procrastinator thing would be, it's like, well, I'll just like Call of Duty. It is. Let's yeah 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 fully. So, but but you still did. So, like, was there a moment at Red Rooster where you're like, that's it? Like, there was a moment. We got a full yeah. set and go. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely. And I think it was a combination of working a, a, a job in that kind of industry, but also uh, being in the small town, doing the same thing over and over again, seeing the same families and the same, seeing the same faces. Right. And the thing with, you know, and yeah, I, 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 I felt like there was more that I did have the feeling inside of me that I was meant to do a lot more than what I was doing. Yeah. I do know that I had that feeling. Didn't know what it was or where it was going to be. But um, music was what I had in my hand at the time. Yeah. And it was what came naturally. So I decided, let's see what this, this does instead. Wow. And, and at that time, I wasn't even really singing uh, a lot. I was. I grew up playing the drums. Um, ah, so, nice. Yeah. So, um, it was a it was a bit of a shot in the dark, bit of a faith step. But, um, yeah, man, you you just like you said, it was just one of those. All right, well, let's just let's take the first step and see what happens. Right. Push so, the ball. So okay, you you went down the dream and went down to Brisbane, right down. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um. Uh, but you're playing drums. Like, mm. did someone, were you like in a studio or jamming with some like folks and it was just like, okay, well, and then you started singing. Someone was like, hey, like, you actually kind of have a voice. Like, what's the, you should actually sing more than, yeah. It, or, um, or was it always a part of your deal where you play drums? You know, there's plenty mm. of people, plenty of bands and artists that do the drummers, the singer. Fully, or, yeah. I mean, I was never, I've never, I'm, I'm no Anderson Park, but I, I do. <laughs> Yeah, I I think when I moved to Brisbane, singing was it, it became the the more predominant thing because I did want to I did want a gig and I wanted to kind of um, right. go out by my I didn't know anyone I had no connections um, I just I had a guitar and that was easier to cart around than a drum kit and also it didn't require anyone else to kind of do anything so um, my uncle before I left he bought me a loop station. Wow. And like a, some pedals you can loop and stuff. So I still use that to this day. Like I use that at gigs when I'm back home and I'm by myself. Um, but yeah, I, I traveled to Brisbane with a loop station and a guitar. And um, <laughs> that was, yeah. Uh, I started, my first gig ever was playing in like the waiting area at a cinema before people went to watch their movie. <laughs> I would be just singing Ed Sheeran like. To them, before they go watch their horror movie, like I would be soothing their soul with A Team. Like, <laughs> that was that was kind of like what I, that was my deal. Yeah. Well, it is, it is date night, so it is. Yeah. Here's some music for you yeah, on your date night. That's right. Yeah, and that's now, good. Wonderful. Yeah, that, that, that was that was kind of that was my deal. That was, I did that. That was my first gig, and I yeah, wow. I would play for like three hours, and I would I would get paid a hundred dollars. Yeah. Wow. That was it. Yeah. So, so but it was like. Before we get too far down the the road here, who would be in your mind like? And this is such a common question to yep. every musician, but like, mm -hmm. who are the inspirations? Who are the artists that really that at least? And I, and I would even say you could even carry it on because there's likely artists who were the the first kind of like initial inspiration, yeah, motivation, you know. Mm -hmm. And now there's probably some now that you're Absolutely. like, I look to and say. I kind of like what they're what they're up to. Yeah, definitely. not that I'm trying to be them, but I just admire and respect kind of the the yeah. craft they're putting together. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, going back to so the the first initial um, bands that I listened to that really uh, caused me to, to to turn to songwriting and and trying my hand at that 
was uh, a band called Reliant K, um, oh. Matt Thiessen. Yes. So yeah, man, like his his songwriting was what changed me, like in regards to just being a young dude trying to find my way and trying to express the things that I was going through as a as a teenager and then a you know a young adult out of school um, dealing with different things that teenagers and young adults deal with and um absolutely his writings man like yeah incredible and and it was it was um the mm-hmm album that i listened to and that whole like that whole thing was what caused me to want to what a great album start start to finish absolutely man yeah and then it's the, top tier for sure it really is bro yeah. yeah yeah um so i listened to him and then i listened to another band called falling up um, so Jesse Ribbity, he's the the lead for that band, and another thing, yeah, it really inspired me to to start songwriting, and uh, singing wise, I was very influenced early on uh, by a guy named um, Jimmy Needham. I used to listen to him a lot, um, and it was his like vocal things that he would do that I really, really kind of drew to. Yeah. Um, I started out like trying to sound like John Mayer, and <laughs> I would find that I would lose my voice after like. After two choruses, <laughs> yes, because I was trying to like talk and sing like I wanna run, through. you know, like it's really, really sultry, and I liked it, right? But it just didn't work for me, man. So, yeah. um, yeah, I had to find my own voice eventually. But nowadays, I'm listening to a lot of, um, uh, I'm very inspired by uh, Frank Ocean, and I oh, listen absolutely. to uh, John Bellion, um, Twenty One Pilots. I listen to um, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I mean, a lot of pop pop yeah. stuff, very much in that kind of bracket of music these days. Yeah. What, uh, so, what's your what's your take on pop music right now? Um, I feel like pop's in an interesting space. Like, yeah, you have, for example, I mean, this is gonna in some ways kind of date this this uh, episode, which mm. is fine. But you have these two pop artists like Beyonce and Drake, mm-hmm. who both release these new these new records or yeah. track for Beyonce yeah, she record for singer. Drake. Uh-huh. And you kind of see, <clears throat> I feel like in music, especially pop music, it's just been blend, blend, blend. So now it's like EDM meets, you know, hip hop meets, you know, R&B and mm-hmm. it's already meeting just straight up pop. Mm. Like, and it's just yep. like, it's just all, it feels like it's all continues to, swirl together mm. and i know i'm just interested from every artist i talk to kind of what they're if they were to step back and say here's what i think is sure is happening in in the industry yeah. of pop well i think i <laughs> i'm just gonna start by disclaiming like i feel like you would have a better idea being in the capital of music like all the time and seeing oh the, sure, the sure, ins sure. And outs of, yeah. of what's happening but from someone from another country watching I like the way that you described it, where it's you know it it's all of these genres that are taking a piece of this and taking a piece of that, and then right. it's it's just jumbled together. It's kind of in a funny way, it really is reflective of our social kind of dynamics right now too, because you've got so many the the time that we live in, people take a little bit of this and a little bit of that, yeah, and, and that's right. this opinion and that pub uh, political stance and yep, and they're and this identity and and we jumble it all together and it's become one kind of odd thing music wise i think it is like a start it is like a bit of a 
full loop kind of thing. I think it's kind of on the way around again where we're yeah. starting to really f- listen to uh, hear like real instruments kind of come into play. I feel like punk is coming back, man. Like it I, is. I, 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 there's so much more punk that's commercial, especially in Australia. Like it's very much a dominant sound on the radio now. Again, yeah. you hear like, I mean, I, f- I think like Machine Gun Kelly. How funny is it to hear Avril Lavigne? Like she's dominating. Again. Like again. She's back. Legit. Yeah. And she is like, she's here. Like, she's here. She's on festival circuits. She's 100%. like back on the radio. And yeah. it's like, yeah. And I get, and it's weird because you like, it's like, well, I guess it's true that we're in an angsty, we're in another angsty kind of moment in, yeah. in culture. And mm-hmm. it feels like, the angst just keeps getting piled That's right. on. Yeah. Well, everyone is trying. Everyone is rebelling against something these something. days, right? Absolutely. And um, I think that that style of music is carrying their voices very mm-hmm. much so um, within the pop world, which is funny because five years ago you wouldn't have heard that oh, on the no. radio at all. Oh no. Um. So yeah, I I think it's interesting. I'm very very intrigued to see where it goes in the next five years because there's only so much of like fusion of everything that you can get before you got to start again and yeah. and reset the palette. Right? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, even, even in your, you said it, you know, I think in a great way, but even there's even an expectation of artists, bands, musicians to have this conscious awareness of what's happening in society and yeah. what's happening in culture and what's happening in yeah. the world yeah. that like, I don't think, that anyone was looking to ACDC mm. for their, nah. like, what do you all think about the current geopolitical situation that's Fully. happening right now? Fully, dude. They were like, no, you're ACDC. Yeah. Or you're, you know, no, granted, there's, even in that era, there were bands who were speaking out and being very part yeah. of the active activism in whatever direction mm-hmm. you're looking at. Yeah. But it wasn't, it seems like it's the baseline now in Absolutely. music. Absolutely. So, yeah. And it's just interesting. It's just an interesting note. And the thing is, a lot of the time, people's uh, criticism or just opinion about an artist doesn't even come from the artist's product. It comes from their social That's right. media platform and the way that they represent themselves online. Yeah, it's not, it has, A lot of the time, it has nothing to do with their music. It's actually what they're doing away from yeah. the mic, which is interesting. Which is a great kind of like, I think, segue, which is, what is your relationship with social media? I feel like you're right. Like as an artist, it's like if you go to a label or if you go to a management, they're like, yeah. how have you curated your social media platform? Yeah. Some artists are like, oh, I'm doing TikToks and I'm on Twitter yep. and I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And some artists are like, I don't want anything to do with it. I just want to like be in the studio yeah. making music. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Um, my relationship with uh, social media has changed over the last, I would say, three years, um, I started out very much wanting to, if you can hear like crumples in the background, it's not me farting <laughs> the couch. I just wanted to put that well, out there. We just, might edit that out. You know? Yeah, sure. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it. Maybe Aussies are just gassy. I don't know. Maybe it's been a long flight and <laughs> maybe I've been nervous. This whole week thinking about talking to Patrick. I Wait, is this your first time to the to the US? Dude, this is my first time. I haven't even been here a week a week yet. This is my <laughs> sixth, sixth day. 
Sixth day in the US and we're talking about me fighting. You know? <laughs> People are like, what'd you do? Well, I was on a podcast. Yeah, I was in Nashville. I, I fought live and I and I and I confessed to like two different crimes. <laughs> it was sick. <laughs> My first and last trip to Nashville. Was <laughs> Nashville, yeah. Really cool. <laughs> now nah, man, uh get back to your question. My my yeah, my relationship with social media has definitely changed over the last probably three years. Yeah. Uh, I started out very, very charismatic about and and um, just really fired up to try and be present all the time and sure. have something to say all the time and and you know um, I am I am a big uh, people person when I'm in social um, like situations uh, I'm also very uh, introverted when I'm away from people so sure. like I like my alone time and stuff but I just feel like that social media was creeping into that oh, alone yeah. time as well, right? And and I wasn't really finding time to center myself and and stay true to who I was. Um and also I'm a I one of my personal things was I've always been a people pleaser. I've been I've wanted to make everybody happy and I wanted everyone to like me at some point, you know. And um I went through like I that was me all the way through school, primary school and high school and out of school as well and um, I think that played a big part on my social media presence sure. um, earlier on, um, and yeah, it it took it took a while. I got married four years ago. Oh wow! Um, Congrats! Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. That's great. Um, and I would say the first year and a half to two years of our marriage was a very big transitional period for me, just as a as a person. It was me learning what uh my priorities were and like what they should be now and also like just how to be a good husband man like just how to be someone who's honoring my wife in like every aspect of my life not just like the present but the way that i um handle my social media stuff and sure. how i interact with fans and how do i interact with strangers on the street and stuff as well like that was that was a big lesson to learn early on um, because I felt uh, I I found that I mean, you know, once you're once you're married, it's no longer just your own life and and your own um, you know preferences. Yeah. That you that you that works for you. Right. You're no longer living for yourself. You're you're living for. Yeah. Huh. Um, Am I wrong? Are you? No, no. Sorry, you were giving me the face like. Oh, no, yeah. I just. I mean, it's really good. Well, uh, the thing I was just thinking about when you were saying and as you were talking was, I'm sure that you had some of those like realizations going into it, right? You know, absolutely. Before, while you were dating, you know, yeah. you knew that like, okay, like life's going to be centered in a different way. Yep. Function very differently when mm -hmm. we're married. But I'm also curious about like, was there an extra? like aha moment once you're living together full time and like was there a moment where you were like oh like yeah this is different yeah man and to go back to <laughs> like to use an analogy of like uh, i joked about um not being big enough to play football in my hometown when i grew up yeah i would watch the game it's so easy to stay on the sidelines and I know the game. I know all the rules and I know every all the positions. I know the ins and outs. I know when someone is, you know, uh, not playing their position. Right. But until I get on the field and I strap up 
and I put boots on and I hold the ball and I run full pelt at a grown man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. It's different. It's different. And once I got married, the the that first year and a half was me for the first time in my life putting boots on, strapping yeah. up and actually, you know, learning what it felt like to run full pelt into something that was a lot bigger than I anticipated watching from the grandstands. And then, um, yeah, and then learning through these, <coughs> sorry, these instances where, um, and it was a it was a joint thing because my wife learned a lot as well. Um, oh yeah, we absolutely. Just, we're both just two people learning how to to um, live um, in tandem with one another and one another's shortcomings and victories and everything in between. Yeah. So, so I mean, and and I think that's a that's a really I'm love that we that we got here because I know that there there potentially is someone who's listening who is maybe kind of getting started in music or maybe who's considering this career in full time like I'm going to take the leap yeah but they're single right yep and I think for a lot of artists who have yet to be married they're probably thinking like how does this work mm. What is this going to be like to be married, try to start a family, but also like do this? Because being a musician requires like only, not only does it require late nights in studios, early mornings, yep. writing sessions, but then it also includes like, I, I've got to tour. Yeah. I can't just tour the local like venues. I've got to right. go, I got to go out. 100%. So yeah. like, how have, what have you been learning in, these years of marriage and doing music, like how do you, how have you created the balance, the rhythm? Like what's been the things you've learned in the process of like mm. doing two things that, you know, these are two passions. Like yeah. you've got two of your like passion things right in front of you. That's right. How do you like? Yeah. And I guess this trip is a really good example because yeah. my wife wasn't able to come with me on this trip to Nashville. So she's currently back home. Yeah. And um, I've been away for almost 10, oh, It'll be ten days by the time I, I fly home, and um, that this has been our first trip, my first trip away from from her since before COVID. So wow. it has. There's been a, there's been a gap. The thing that I've learned since, and it's you know four years isn't a long time, but it's it's long enough for me to know what is working for us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that I would give as a form of advice to anyone who is. Um, you know, journeying both worlds of wanting to be in a, a, a strong relationship with somebody and also have a, a, a traveling artist career. Right. Is to know what works for both of you. Yeah. And to be very, very upfront straight away about what your expectations are. Yes. And what, and, under, and understanding and listening to what their expectations are of you. Because, for me, as a per as a person and as a husband, I will never over prioritize what my profession is mm. in place of what her expectation is. Yeah, because the moment that I move that to you know higher than her priority and her expectation, then I'm no longer. I guess I guess I'm just I'm not really respecting 
who she is in my life anymore yeah. as my wife, right? Yeah. And if I'm doing something that doesn't make her comfortable, then something's got to change. And if we were open about it from the start, that's right. Then all the cards are out on the table, and it's up to me to r- remain true to what you know, what that was, what that, is, what yeah. that agreement was at the very beginning. And well, so, yeah, yeah, and I think you're right as as far as like what I've seen from people is communication is such a like one of the the major pillars in that's it, dude. In a communi- in in any kind of relationship, it's yeah. like can I because I what I what I've seen is that. And you see this in some platonic friendships where people just assume, well, you have known me for X amount of years. Don't you know how I would react to this? It's like, yeah. no, mm-hmm. I still don't because you're a changing person. Mm-hmm. And like I, I have to consistently and, and, and do it you know, as much as I can communicate. Like yeah, my man. expectations, desires, my disappointments, frustrations. Really? Because yeah. if I don't, I'm going to fill in the narrative myself. That's right. That's yeah. right, man. And the, yeah. the moment that you that's – a, that's not a fun place to be for either person. Oh, no. When you got someone assuming things or making up stories in their head. Um, I, th- I think as a husband, like that's just being a person of integrity as well is just remaining very, very transparent with your partner. Yeah. About what's going on in your life because, like, dude, uh, you're journeying together. Yeah. And, yeah, communication is it, man. When we first started dating, I'm not going to get into it too sure, much. Sure, but sure, 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 sure. Like, yeah. um, we my, – my wife is originally from the Middle East mm-hmm. and so – and I lived in Brisbane. And so we didn't even know – we've never met face-to-face until, like, a few months into our, our dating lives. Oh, wow. So yeah. um, very relieved to find out she was actually a woman. <laughs> You um, could be a man from India. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be you could be a prince from Saudi, you know, like and I could be just, you know, send a hundred dollars and uh, it's one of those. Well, know. I mean, if it's a prince and you get to live in the palace, I mean, well, you know. I'm balling for the rest of my life. I'm not gonna lie. And my music career dreams, you know, like I don't mind. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. hang out, man. I'll eat baklava for the rest of my life. It oh, is no. what it is. Let's go. <laughs> I'll, I'll trade in my uh, my four my four cylinder for, for a camel, <laughs> man, and I'll own a cheetah. That's right, or a leopard. Yeah, who doesn't want to own a cheetah, bro? Yeah, I've seen some videos, man. I, that's it's just owning a house cat. It's just a cat. Yeah, it's just a cat. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, this is just Twinkles. It's just, yeah, she's, she's harmless. She's harmless. Yeah, yeah. she loves people. Lo- big people person. <laughs> <laughs> Super extrovert. Come over here. No, no, come over here. This side of the door. This side. This yeah. Side of, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I, I, you know, she can't. Here. She can't hear you from. That's oh, like come over man. here. Yeah, man. Nah. Yeah. All that to say, our uh, communication, man. Yeah. Just. Yeah, that's good. Don't be an idiot. People want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I feel like we 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 have to talk about a thing that you were a part of. People would be mad if I didn't talk. Oh, about okay. It. Uh, yeah. So you were a part of Amway. I mean, what? The, sorry. No, 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 this bad. is actually a commercial for Anway. <laughs> yeah, man. Tell me about your soaps. <laughs> These are my lotions. These are my oh. lotions. This lavender, you're gonna love. Yeah. 
god. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Continue. I shouldn't have interrupted. No, no. That's good. That that's rude. good. That's that good. Rude. We are we are not sponsored by Amway. We're welcome a sponsorship for them. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll talk about it. Let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it without the fine print. No. <laughs> so you were on a, a reality TV show, right? Yeah. And that's an experience in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean. And I'm a person that's like, share what you want to share, share what, you know, we don't, we cool. talk about whatever we want to talk about, but it is an interesting thing to be a part of. Yeah. And what was that whole process like for you? Um, yeah. So I An was. experience like for you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I was on a real, reality TV show <coughs> in 2019. So uh, right before COVID kind of took over for a while, um, I was on The Voice in Australia. And um, yeah, man, I was, uh, I was one of the contestants. Um, we did the things. I was on uh, Kelly Rowland's team, which was really fun, and made it through to like the the final episode and came third. So um, I was the second person to come last, basically. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. No, it was really, really cool. It, is that the first? Is that the first album title? Is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're not first, you're last. That's pretty much what my uh, <laughs> it's the name of my new mixtape. Yeah, that's good. If you're good. not first, you're last. SoundCloud. It's going to be on yeah. tonight at midnight. <laughs> tonight, actually. Um, doesn't matter what time and day that you're listening. It's coming out tonight. Start tonight. That's yeah. right. Um, nah, yeah. So the last the last episode, that was really cool. And yeah, I, my, my experience on the whole show was actually very, very positive and really fun. I, yeah. I had... I had so much fun just meeting all of the other artists that were on the show. Yeah. Um, and I made some some really, really awesome, just incredible friendships on that show with the other people that were like contestants on the show. And um, I feel like I've said the show like very, very too much in the last like 10 seconds. Oh, I've said the fine. show. The show. Like, like five Six times maybe. No. I, mean, which, I mean, which is it? Is it is it weird to say the show or just the voice a bunch? Like that would be. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. I don't know either. I'm yeah. not sure, man. But no, but that's that's good. So I'm glad it was a good experience. It was. And, yeah. I mean, did and I guess maybe the question would be, what what did you learn about yourself during that whole process? Because I'm sure when you went in, you probably had like a here's this is going to be like here's what these people are going to be like. Yeah. But then. And I'm, I could almost guarantee that you grew in some ways mm. and got things revealed about yourself that you had no idea yeah. by just being involved in, in such an experience. Yeah. I think one thing that I learned about myself was just to, um, it's, it's okay to be confident in your gift and your yeah. like ability yeah. to back yourself. Yeah. Um, because like, uh, you're, you're here for a reason. And I like we, we we were encouraged by the producers a lot. Like they were really really awesome and supportive of um, just um. Sorry, I wasn't checking the time. Oh no, it's well, fine. I was. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was just making sure that the thing wasn't charging. Sorry, you can, if you're listening, you can't see any of this. I'm just I'm being real weird. Uh, we're actually in a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared my phone was about to fall in the water. <laughs> <laughs> the um yeah the gate on this mic is actually incredible you can't hear the bubbles but not at all yeah yeah i, I can feel them it's, they're everywhere um yeah. <laughs> i love what you're wearing too yeah. by the way yeah it's great it's great <laughs> <laughs> shivers 
Um, what were we talking about? Uh, just what you learned in the, pro- just the to process. Back yourself. That was <laughs> what I learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. back yourself. Yeah, man. Back yourself. That was that was a big thing. Which I think is tough for people, and I'm sure it's tough yeah. for for anyone who you know who is an, an artist of any type. Yeah. Or in just any normal person, just to like have enough confidence because it feels like culture. I don't know what culture is like in Australia necessarily, but I feel like over here in the states. And I would say it's likely the same, potentially. It's like people are, you're you taught to not be so confident in your own yeah. abilities. Yeah, I think imposter syndrome is yeah. like a very, very big thing. Yeah. And, that, and that's something that I still deal with like now. But um, yeah, well, I guess I have to remind myself like, yeah, you, it's okay to, to be confident in yourself and the things that you have. Like, why wouldn't you be? Like, because... If you don't back yourself, no one else is going to back. This is it's pretty brutal out here. So like, yeah, yeah, you you have to. And there's a difference between just being confident and comfortable in, oh, absolutely. Who, in who you are yeah, as a person and as an artist and being cocky. Yeah. Because like there's being confident is, 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 it doesn't go hand in hand with arrogance. It doesn't no, have to. It doesn't. But have a to. lot of the time, like I feel like people overcompensate their confidence with arrogance to project some sort of image that they want people to you know see them as and um yeah so i yeah coming coming off the voice um it it was definitely like something that i held on to and it's something that i still kind of struggle with because imposter syndrome and do i really you know i don't know i feel bad like getting compliments sometimes um (laughs) Yeah, it's not so much. Yeah, someone's like, "Oh, you're really good." I'm like, "Uh, thanks." Okay, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> throw money, throw money. Throw yeah, money. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Please do. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so because of that, I mean, I think that's always, you know, everyone's like, "Well, what are they gonna do yeah. now?" And I feel like you could go through like all of the different singing competition reality shows and the different folks who've been involved in them, whether it's right. this show or other shows. Mm. Um, have had a variety of careers. And just because you win a show doesn't mean you're going to be Dude. the next whatever. Yeah. And just because you lose doesn't mean you are down and out. Absolutely. And so I'm curious for you, like, what what are you hopeful for kind of as you look now that we've, like, are in this new, like, it feels like we're in a new manageable space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to COVID. Yeah. What are you what are you kind of anticipating and cooking up or yeah man um definitely the covid was the big the big global reset button for right. ev- for a lot of people in multiple industries i think um like i used the voice and my whole experience on the show not as a launch pad because i was already gigging and i was already sure right. i was already somewhat established as like an artist i was still i was already writing for people and i was i was doing this and that um but i used it more as a uh, a tool to ex- to um like a, a level of exposure that I would have never got elsewhere right you know what I mean so my object objective on the show was to stay on for as long as I could yep and um not take anything personal in regards to the results because it's a reality TV show you said so yourself right and reality the purpose of reality shows the purpose of anything on TV is what it's entertainment it's entertainment so yeah, you take take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, don't take anything personal. What's told, said about you, um, what's said about you on social media and stuff as well, because it's all for entertainment. And 
the sooner that you can realize that, it actually frees you up because you're like, all right, well, sick. It, this is literally just something that's going to, I need to add to my already um, progressing career. It, this isn't what defines my career. Yeah. This is actually just something that I'm using. Do you have a favorite? Uh, uh, that's so I didn't even think about that until now. But do you have a favorite internet burn? Like, do you have a a a a, a, um, a criticism or like or like some some dig that someone said on social media? It's like, you know, to me, that yeah. So you know what? That was kind of funny, <coughs> and that made me chuckle. You're yeah. wrong, but like, yeah. But it's like because <laughs> I'm sure people said just the crate because the internet trolls are just. Yeah, they're yeah. wild. Oh, they're, they're wild. Out there. Yeah, fully. they're out there for everybody. No matter yeah. who you are, they're coming for you. I, <laughs> I had, I had to stop looking. <laughs> at, <laughs> to be honest, because because uh, everyone would look. If yeah, you're out there fully. and you think you wouldn't look, you would look fully. Man. You would even, you would yeah. even tell a fib or lie and say, "Oh, yeah. I never look." Yeah. You're looking, dude. You're uh, we're always and looking. You could read a hundred comments oh. on like a YouTube video and they could all be positive and all it'll take is one yeah. and to be like, Meh. and you'll be like, oh my gosh. And, you, and then you'll start questioning your whole life. You're like, wait, God, is this really, did you call me to do this? Or is this just like, is this a me thing or is this a you thing? I'm not sure. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, there's, I don't think there's, I can't remember one like, like just distinct like, thing that really ripped into me, but it was like I definitely had moments where I would read. I think there was more in the like I was in the the battles, right? So, oh yeah. So yeah. like, um, yeah, like even there's not even rude comments, but it was just <laughs> comments saying, "Oh, I really, I really hope the girl won," and, and, and I'd be like, "Oh, shivers." Come like, on. It's not even like an insult. It's just their preference. They're like, oh, I really hope the girl won. And I'm just like, yeah, well, I took that personally. Like, <laughs> I tracked you down. Like, now yeah. I watch you sleep. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, you want I've some Amway? Yeah. I'll send you a gift basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll send you some scented candles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, oh, man. That's uh, good. Like I, and I guess... That's a part of me wanting to be a people pleaser. Oh, again. sure. Like what I Absolutely. said before. That goes back to that. That's yeah, right. man. And and that was that was that was something that was uh yeah. I had to like, all right, I, this isn't good for me. I got to turn this off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like, so so is there like, are you cooking up like a an album or just yeah. writing songs? Or are you just yeah, man? Just kind of like just yeah. yeah. Is that so even the like, next I, thing? I literally just I just came from like a while. I've been in Nashville. I've been doing as much as i can to, sure, i've been trying absolutely. to capitalize on my time here so i've caught up with some some people i've got some writing sessions and um yeah i'm built i'm writing towards a an lp uh for release next year which is fantastic fun. yeah um i've released yeah i think this year alone i've released like maybe three or four singles yeah. um and yeah covid was uh for for my artistry i think it was good because it all i could do was write and so, um, yeah, that was that was fun on that sense because that's all I could do. I couldn't perform or anything, so so to create. And now that we're out traveling and touring and stuff, um, yeah, man, that's great. Just still on, still on the hustle in regards to making new music and um, putting as much into the catalog, uh, adding to the catalog first, and then we can pick and choose what we wanna what we wanna put together. Put together, it's great. Yeah, man. So before we get to our last kind of set of questions. You've been here for ten days in yep. the U.S. I'm sure uh -huh. you're, you've, uh, but I'm always curious when I when people come to yeah. 
whether it's Nashville or to the states in general from other countries, like what, like what are the weird, what are the things that we don't see that when you come, you're like, what, it, what are y'all doing? Like, what, are, what is this? I don't know. <laughs> or, or whether it's good, good or good or it may be bad as the the wrong word, but I'm all yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's like oh, that's so what? Well, this is the south, right? Yeah, this is the south. Yep. Yeah, uh, I've. I've only I've only got I've only been here like so I I I hear that everyone here and they have been they've been very polite and very very welcoming. Right. I hear that it's not like that everywhere in America. <laughs> <laughs> no. So if I was to go to like New York, sure. probably a different kind of yeah, and, vibe. And, and to the people who are from New York, they are nice. Yeah, right. They're just more direct. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. I didn't mean to single out new no 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 people do all the time it's fine okay cool (laughs) um but no i mean the obvious things are definitely like i'll never drive here because i will die in regards to i will drive into oncoming traffic oh absolutely because you're on the side of the road we're on the left side even walking in pathways i try like not to be an idiot so hard in my life but i've just i have had multiple moments this this week where people have just given me that look like, what are you doing? Because I'm walking right in front of them because I'm on the left. I'm right. like, I'm helping. But <laughs> this is where you should be walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so that's the thing. Um, but also like, oh, one thing I have noticed in social kind of conversation is that um, when you talk like in third person about your friend who's right next to you, to someone else. So like just say um someone is sitting here. Sure. And their name Jeff. Jeff is sitting right next to me. He's this right here. This is my wing and he's under it. Yeah. And I'm talking to you like about Jeff and he's yeah. right here, but I never call him by name and he's sitting right here. Yeah. I just say him. Ah. You know what I mean? So I refer to him as oh he like like he's just there, He's just there, yeah. But I'm like, oh yeah, like Jeff likes popcorn, yeah, with peanut M and M's. But I wouldn't say that. I'd be like, yeah, man, like he likes popcorn with peanut M and M's. That's like a a social thing that I'm not used to because usually, like, I would like in Australia, we would usually call them by name, just say their names, yeah, yeah unless they weren't in the direct conversation. If he was over there, like eating peanut M and M's right now, and we were looking at Jeff. Um, I would be like, oh yeah, like he really likes peanut M and M's because he can't talk for himself right now. Ah, yeah. Did any of what I just said? It make does. Sense? Oh, okay, cool. It really does. Yes. I've never noticed that, but that's so. That is absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, you, um, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, like she really likes. Like, yeah. Or he, he's. You know how he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's right here. Yeah, yeah. Like when just you say just, Jeff's name. Yeah, yeah. Just say his <laughs> name because it's happened to me since I've been here. Yeah, like, you were like, but. Uh, they, I've, I've been referred to as he like and i'm like oh yeah i'm like right here man like <laughs> what's up like you just in, you introduced me like two seconds ago to the same guy that you're talking to now and then you just call me he like uh, you don't know my name yeah anyway yeah that was interesting okay so, yeah nice yeah nice. man so, i love it okay let's get to this last round of questions and fried chicken anyway so, and fried chicken yeah, yeah there we go have you had the uh have you had the hot chicken here I've I haven't I have a rule when I travel international usually is that I try to eat as safe as I can, <laughs> just so we don't have any sitting on the couch moments like we did before where Ooh, yeah. I don't have to explain myself. I'm not far and I didn't fight last time. Let's just make that but clear. You, but you might have. 
and it could have been because of some hot chicken. Did you I get had. hot chicken though? I haven't because I try to eat some. I try to eat. What'd steak. you eat then? I just have normal chicken. I had I had um Chick fil A honey barbecue popcorn chicken from Sonic. That was my recent chicken adventure. Someone took you to Sonic? It was like eleven o'clock at night, so I didn't really have any. We went to Hattie B's last night and okay. they closed early and then someone outside got hit by a car. <laughs> what? Yeah, bro. It was, You're like never driving here. <laughs> it was crazy, dude. Yeah. If you you live here and got in a wreck, dude, I would die. They were walking on the left side, bro. That's what I'm saying. Don't walk on the left. You have to be careful out here in these streets. You get got. Sometimes you it's might get real. got. It's okay. Sometimes. You know? uh, if Hattie B's was open at the time that they specified on their sign and uh-huh. they didn't close early, maybe that person would have been in Hattie B's eating some chicken. But instead- They got hit by a car. They got a situation now. They're, they're in a situation now. Yeah. They were okay too, just as you, just so you know. Okay. Whew, that I was- you t- <laughs> We drove off. But I just wanted to- Yeah. It wouldn't leave it with something. Yeah, yeah that's good. Some that's closure. Good. They, won't clo- they won't mind. Mm-hmm. They're not going to- they're not gonna there. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, let's get to these questions. Um, what's something people um, seem to misunderstand about you? Oh, okay. Um, something that uh, I don't know um, that I'm really intimidating because of my massive muscles. That's not true. <laughs> Just trying to impress you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do think tall people get that though. I, I get a lot of assumptions about like basketball. People just assume that I play basketball. It's like let's hoop, let's hoop at let's hoop at four today. And you're like, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's it's usually like Just say it. Just this is a safe podcast. It's usually it's it's usually like small white ladies back home. They're older and they're just like, Oh, do you play basketball? They're just trying to find they're just trying yeah, to find content to, to push legit. out. Maybe it's because they're scared. They're trying to break conversation, break the tension in the yeah. room. Um, it is. I do follow them home, and that's why. But they're trying to. Um, but yeah. But you're just trying to open the doors for them. Yeah, I'm that's just it. trying to. I'm, yeah. I'm checking their car to make I'm, sure that their lights aren't on. Yeah, that's it. And if they don't have Mway, maybe they want some scented candles that's as well. Right. And that's right. I'm the guy to talk to. Fair enough. No, nah, but yeah. So the height thing is, they just assume I play basketball. Yeah. Um, which I do, but it's just rude that they would assume that and not yeah. just find that out by doing life with me. And yeah. I find that really offensive. Yeah, that's true. People assume that I just like chicken all the time. Dude, another one, bro. Yeah, because I'm bald, you know? Yeah, well, and you have That's- beautiful eyes. And you only get that from eating fried chicken a lot. So a lot. I've read in a book. Um, in a book. Yeah, so. But no, but it is true. Like, it, it, Yeah, the stereotypes are, are real. Like They are, real. man. They're yeah. real. Yeah, so hmm. that's one thing, I guess. Okay. Uh, a few of your favorite quotes. I only have one favorite quote, and it's, um, you miss a hundred... Percent. I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> 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 no, it's, wait, 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 let's try. Let's no, try. No, no. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Yeah. Okay. What's one of your favorite quotes? Um. Yeah. So it's this this really good quote that uh, I like. It's called. Um. No, it's not called. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Take three. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's one of your favorite quotes? One of my favorite. Oh, okay. I only have one favorite quote. Oh. Okay. And it's um. It's you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. Well, apparently, it's, you miss more. It's by Michael Scott. Yeah, and who <laughs> quoted Wayne Gretzky? Um, and now it's me. Me. I also quoted it. So wow. it's a bit of a. Are wow. you keeping all of that in? Oh are yeah, you, that none of that yeah, goes great. away. I didn't. None think of that so. goes away. <laughs> 
Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> really good. Uh, what are some albums people should listen to? Uh, Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Yeah. Because the Internet by Childish Gambino. Yeah. Um, anything by Tame Impala. Absolutely. Uh, Armistice by Mute Math. Oh, yeah. Um, the Wish song. they were still together. Wish they were still together. Dude, I know, man. I do love Darren King on his own. But He's great. I miss them. I miss them too. Paul Meany is doing a lot of stuff with 21 Pilots though at the moment. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. And that's good. I'm glad that they're still like active, but yeah. I'm ho- I will hold out hope that one day. That one day. And it will be it will probably be a long time. It but, I think it will, man. I listen yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I still love them so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Um, I have I caught I watched them live when they came to Australia like years ago, mm-hmm. and Darren King threw a stick into the audience, and I have that stick. Wow! Not right now. I can't show you for proof. You just have to believe me. I wish you would have brought the stick in oh, hopes I to find Darren King. I should have because he lives in the city. Shut the front door. Absolutely. That's what I would tell him when I'm standing in his lounge and he doesn't know hey, how man. I got in. Like, hey, yeah, I have this stick. Hey, man, you don't remember. <laughs> Like I remember you, dude. Imagine tall guy, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said I caught your stick. Yeah, man. Absolutely, Zach. 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 No, 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 no. no don't say it. No, no, no. I got it. It is Zach. It is. It is it Zach. Is it's got to be Zach. Zach. That's the only Z yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other Z. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I think that's probably some of my my albums that I would recommend. Uh, one or two books people should read. Um, anything by John C. Maxwell. Yeah. Good leadership. Um, like, uh, like our principles to apply to life, mm-hmm. apply to whatever it is that you're trying to uh, achieve. I guess. Um, and also, man, I just I'm a I'm a big um, Tolkien fan, so I just oh yeah, I just love like that whole world. So, um, yeah, sure, yeah, read the Hobbit. I like the Silmarillion, to be honest. If you know what that is, um, it's it's good. Okay, it's fun Silmarillion. Yeah. Um, if you had to leave Brisbane, mm-hmm. Brisbane, 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 yep. Brizzy, Brizzy, yeah. you had to leave Brizzy. You sound very, very good when you say that. <laughs> you sound very proper. Proper. Brizzy. Brizzy. I like it. <laughs> if you had it. to leave it forever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can never go back. Yep. What are the places? Where are some of the places you would have to go to before you left town? Probably my house to explain to my wife why I'm leaving forever. <laughs> she gets to come. Oh, she's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 she's coming. Right, no, 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 sick. Uh, I will go. I will go to yeah my parents. Yeah. To be like, hey man. See ya. Deuces. Um, but then I would probably give them the address to wherever I'm going. My mom would want to know where I'm going. Yeah. And then I would go to, um, I would probably go to like one of the, I would go down the Gold Coast to Mount Tambourine and probably just like sit up there for a bit. And then I would go to like Macca's and get like a meal for the trip. Yeah. Macca's for those who don't know is McDonald's. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah. Slang. Yeah, we're very lazy with our. Well, you know, I've often said that Aust- that Australians are like Southern people. Oh, okay, cool. Because they, you know, shorten words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like saying like, you know. Yeah. 
Australians are like, you know, kind what of like. time, man. Yeah. I'm on the move. I'm on the move. I care. Yeah, it's good. Well, like, we shorten names. Do you guys shorten names? Oh, yeah. Like, like, I'm always trying to shorten a name. Okay. Some people don't like it, right? Mm. Some people are like, no, my name is Matthew. It's Matty. It's Matt. Matt. It's Matt. Like, what? Just, yeah, yeah. Let me say the whole thing. I'm going to call you Matthew. That seems so, that's so much energy. That's, I haven't got time for this, Matt. Benjamin? All yeah. of that? <laughs> $3 words? Are you serious? People got to pay big money for that. Oh, my gosh. We have like Darren. We call him like Dazza. Yeah. Um, that's better. Yeah, man. It's better for you. It's the same amount of syllables. Yeah, but it's better. But it's better. <laughs> if your mom got it right the first time and just called you Dazza from the from the like from the garage, we'll call you Darren. I'll call you Darren. <laughs> but until that day, until that day, you know, I see the legal documents <laughs> yeah. to approve. I need decision. to see it. I need to see it. Your Dazza. That's good. Um, and last one. Okay. What do you think is one of the keys to a good life? Um, just, oh man, just li- literally just being kind to people and listening. I, th- I think that's, that's kind of it. If you can, if you can do whatever it is that you're doing and add value to the room that you're in with the people that you're around. Yeah. I think that's, that's very, very fulfilling for yourself, even though you're being generous with the things, you know, you're giving, you're giving more than you're receiving, but. You'll find more fulfillment out of it, I think. Yeah. Unless it's to do with, yeah, like fried chicken. <laughs> In which case, just disregard all of that. Hold it all for yourself. Take, Fair it, enough. take it all. Take it all for yourself. <laughs> Zeke, thank you. Thanks so much, man. This is great. It's been fun, bro. Yeah, it's been I, fun. I really appreciate your time today. Yeah. I genuinely and earnestly appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for talking to me and, and tolerating me. <laughs> No, it's been a great. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. Peace.